Hey y'all, welcome to my first podcast. I am Amy Cox, the owner and author of Dollywood Adventures. Um, I'll give you a little bit of information about me and then I will kind of go into what Dollywood Adventures is about and kind of some of the stuff you'll be hearing um, on upcoming podcasts. So I'm Amy Cox. I'm a mother of two. I married to my best friend, soulmate, wonderful, wonderful husband, and father of our two kids. His name is Greg. He is absolutely amazing, supportive. Any idea, dream, anything that I have, he supports 100%. Um, He adds always some criticism. He always wants me to think about things that, you know, are realistic and and maybe that I haven't thought of. And, you know, he he just balances me. He keeps me grounded and he's truly the best thing to ever happen to me. He's the father of our two kids. Um, I have a seven-year-old daughter named Savannah. I will also refer to her as my thrill seeker (laughs) in this podcast. She is truly the most brave, fearless, sensitive, amazing girl I've ever known. And then I have a three, almost four-year-old son. His name is Easton, and he is not a thrill seeker in the slightest. Um, Basically, anything that does not get off the ground, he will ride. (laughs) And that sometimes depends on the train. So I'll talk a little bit more about that, um, you know, coming up as well. I have always been a, a employed. I've always had a job. I've always been a worker. And... After I had kids, I I just kind of started feeling like I didn't, like I just, it was just hard to go to work. Not so much that like I missed my kids, but just that I neglected so much when I went to work. I never found the time in the day whenever I came home to get everything done that I wanted to get done. I didn't find time for my family as much as I wanted to. I felt very short. And it just kept eating on me that I just wasn't being the Amy that God intended me to be by working. Um, I, again, have a an amazing, supportive husband who works harder than anybody I've ever known. And after really months of telling him how I felt like I needed to be at home and how it just felt like my passion and felt like my calling. It just felt like what God was telling me to do. He made it happen. Um, we always felt like, and, and I guess we really were a family who needed two incomes. It's sad that this day and age, you have to have two incomes in order to just, you know, have a house, have a car, not even luxuries, just to make ends meet. Um, We really looked at our budget, looked at things that we could get rid of, looked at things that were important to us, and decided that we could make this work. And I've been home with my kids for a little over three months now, and I told my husband last night that it has been the most amazing three months of my life. Like, I have not ever felt this happy, this carefree, this just 
I mean, it's it's just funny because last night Greg came home and Easton, our son, was running around and like finally Easton went to bed and Greg looked at me and he's like, I don't know how you do it all day. And I don't even notice Easton at his wildest because I'm just so much more relaxed now. I'm so much more at ease. I have more time to get things done there during the day. Um, I just don't feel that rush, rush, rush of coming home, getting supper, going to baseball, you know, trying to do all of the things that working moms do. I don't feel that shortness anymore where I would be short with the kids. I'd be short with Greg. I didn't want to be intimate with him. You know, just things like that, that I just, being a working mom just takes so much out of you. So with all of that said, I am now a stay-at-home mom. I, again, I've always been a worker, so this is new. The transition to being a stay-at-home mom was a little more difficult than I thought it was going to be. There was some guilt that came with it. Um, You know, there was seeing Greg have to get up and go to work. And, you know, especially this week, it's we have a winter break here um, where I live. And so the kids are out of school for this week in February. And having, you know, not to have to get up in the morning to get my kids ready to take Savannah to the bus, you know, I can lay in the bed and sleep while Greg gets up and goes to work. So I feel like the guilt, I'm finally starting to not feel so guilty because he knows I do a lot during the day. I know I do a lot during the day, but it just, you know, that that guilt was there in the beginning. So after about three months now, I'm starting to get into a much better rhythm and, you know, I just don't feel so guilty. One of the things that I knew that I wanted to do immediately after becoming a stay-at-home mom was promote my Dollywood Adventures website. Um, This is something that I have done for a couple years now. Um, Dollywood Adventures kind of came to be because I wanted basically to blog our trips. I've always been a blogger. I've always been um, just somebody who has just liked to blog. I just like to blog about life or, you know, fun trips that we've taken or things like that. And so I wanted to document that in a way that that's all it was about. I didn't want to document my life because I've done that before. And I just didn't want to go down that avenue again of being a lifestyle blogger. Um, But Dollywood Adventures, I wanted to blog about Dollywood and only Dollywood, but I didn't want to just blog about our trips because I felt like in the trips that we had taken, there was so much that we had learned and just taking a couple trips that I felt like I needed to share with people what I had learned and just the couple trips that we had taken. So it became not only just an outlet for me to write what kind of trips we took and what we did while we were there, just so that I could document it and go back and look at it myself. But it was also a way to say, hey, this is what we did on this trip. This is what worked. This is what didn't. This is the day that it was busy. This was the day that it was dead. Like just things like that, that I also wanted to share because I feel like Dollywood is one of those places that it makes me so happy. It makes my family so happy. 
And I just know what it can do for you and other families. And that's truly what this whole thing was all about. So after staying at home, I started to grow it. I I bought Dollywood Adventures domain. I bought that name. Um, I've, I've created a logo. I'm now starting this podcast. I want to just, again, get information out there that is, is first it's free information. Nobody pays me to do this. I don't have any actual affiliations with Dollywood. Um, that they don't give me anything for this. I haven't asked them anything for this. Um, and and I think that's the beauty of it, too, is that, you know, this is straight from a now stay-at-home mom of two with one income and how we're still making it work. So that's kind of what this podcast is going to be about. If you're not big on reading blogs and trying to siphon through all the information and stuff like that, but you don't mind, you know, listening to me talk for a few minutes – I might be able to give you information that you may not have wanted to read about. So I'll kind of go over um, just a little bit, skimming the surface, just a little bit in this first one. And then I'll go into more in-depth podcast about, you know, maybe a specific thing. So maybe like a gold pass, you know, why you would want to buy a gold pass versus just a normal regular season pass. Um, Just things like that. So The first thing that I want to say is that Dollywood opens up three weeks from today. If you have a season pass, they open up a day early for season pass holders. So if you look at Dollywood's website, if you look at their app, which I'll talk about later too is their app, um, you see that it opens on Saturday the 16th. On Friday the 15th, they don't promote it. Um, They don't want to say that that Dollywood is open, but it is open to season pass holders only. And that is one of the best days. They did it a little differently last year, um, where they only opened up the park an hour early for season pass holders. So they still opened on Saturday. They didn't open on Friday. They opened on Saturday and they opened an hour early for season pass holders. And one of the, the best parts about that really was that Dolly was there herself and we heard a rumor that morning on the news that she was going to be there but it's kind of one of those things that you know you you almost can't see it and and you can't believe it till you see it um so knowing that she might have been there was kind of like okay well hopefully she is and then when we got to the park an hour early for season pass holder time we got a special wristband we were able to go into the theater and we were able to see her not only talk about um her movie dumpling coming up but she also sang a couple songs and she was of course hilarious like she always is And that was truly probably the best part of the day. I mean, the rides, don't get me wrong, that's my favorite. But seeing Dolly herself in all of her glory is just, if you have the opportunity, you have to see her. Um, So anyway, this year, they're doing it the way they did two years ago, where they open up Friday before opening weekend. Um, We did that two years ago. And it was amazing. It's not, it's not super packed. Now there are a lot of season pass holders and there are a lot of season pass holders who come on that day. So, you know, it does get 
kind of busy, but it's still not the busy that you will see during the summer, the busy that you will see during a weekend in December. Um, you know, it's it's definitely not that bad, but it does get a little crowded. Um, but it's, you know, it's not terrible. Again, it's <laughs> even a crowded day at Dollywood is still better than some of the other theme parks that I've been to. Um, so anyway, Dollywood opens up to season pass holders three weeks from today. And one of the things that I feel like is almost, it, it's almost, I, I feel like you almost can say, how can you not afford to go when season passes are offered in the financial way that they're offered? So a normal season pass, um, I don't have it in front of me, but I think it's like $104 for a regular season pass, just one. First, it pays for its, itself in two visits. So a normal day pass is like 69 bucks, somewhere around in there. If you buy a season pass while you're paying more than just a one-day ticket, you go twice a year, it's paid for itself. Um, the other thing that Dollywood offers, and this is what me and my family take advantage of, are the payment plans. So what you do is you go online, you go on their website, dollywood.com, and you purchase your season passes, and they have payment options where you can pay a, a flat payment that they've given you broken down once a month for either six or nine months, depending on the time of year that you purchase it. So last year in October, I knew that we wanted to renew our season passes, um, and I knew that we wanted to do that not only to take advantage of the fact that they were offering nine month payments versus six, which made the payment less, um, even though it's a couple months longer than six, it still was a less lesser payment than it would have been for the six month payment. Um, but they also were offering early, the, the, the people who ordered their season passes early, um, they gave them special preview to Wildwood Grove, which will be opening up this year in May. Um, that is another thing that I will spend another podcast talking about um, in more depth and in more detail is Wildwood Grove and what all is coming there. I cannot wait. I am so excited. Um, so anyway, it, I feel like when people say like, oh, we can't afford to go to Dollywood. How do you go to Dollywood? How can you afford to go? How, why do you go so many times a year? It's because of the season pass and it's because they make it available and a, a, a way that you can afford it for, you know, having a payment plan. Like, you can actually afford to go. And I, I really, it, it makes me appreciate Dollywood even more that they offer this. It's not like, um, you know, uh, another theme park that might, you have to might have to pay something way more upfront or, you know, something like that. We just have it on a recurring credit card. It comes out the same date every month and I don't even miss it. I don't even know that it comes out. It's just one of those things that comes out and I make my payment and, you know, I don't even have to worry about trying to figure out, do I have the money to do this? Do I, I, I forgot to go in and make that payment. Like it just comes out and, you know, then you have your, your season pass and it's there. It's, it is probably my favorite thing that Dollywood offers. Um, so season pass, I feel like you have to take advantage of with where we live in Georgia. It's only 
three and a half, four hours away. We've done a day trip before. It's a tough one, but you can do it. <laughs> um, you know, it makes for a long day and it makes for a tiring day, but it, it's definitely doable. Um, so I feel like the season pass is, you know, it's just, why wouldn't you is kind of just the way I look at it. Um, the gold pass is a little bit more expensive. It is, again, I don't have it in front of me, but it's like one, let's just say like 125, somewhere in there for a gold pass. Um, you get free parking, which is huge. Parking for one vehicle is like 14, 15, $16, $12, somewhere in there. Um, you get free parking with a gold pass. The person who has the gold pass has to be in the vehicle that is parking. And nine times out of 10, it's always my husband that is pulling into Dollywood. I make the drive up, but I get so far and then I let him take over. Um, so it's usually him and I'm right there. And half the time they don't even look at me, but you know, what you're supposed to do is be in the vehicle that is going to park and they just give you a receipt right there. You don't have to pay for anything. It's, it's completely covered. It's free for a gold pass. So that's probably the number one thing. However, number two is pretty close to number one because you get 20% off of food, drinks, merchandise, um, any souvenirs, anything like that in the park, you get 20% off with a gold pass. So you get discounts on eating in the park. You get discounts on your drinks. You don't get a discount on the souvenir refill mug. That's a flat, I think $14.99. Um, there's no discount on that, but you get 99 cent refills all season long if it's that year's cup. Um, cause they change their cups every year. So souvenir mug, another thing you have to do. Um, again, the, the discount on the food is, you know, another thing that is huge, um, between the food and the merchandise. Like a lot of times I have, I think like three Dollywood shirts. Savannah has one. No, no, no. She has like three, I think. Easton has a couple. Greg does not. We are going to change that this year. Um, but all of those, all of those things, you get 20% off of those. And, you know, it's just, it's just another great way that Dollywood, I feel like, takes care of their, their customers, their patrons. They take care of the people who are coming and, you know, giving the town money giving this facility money. I mean, everybody that works at Dollywood are local. They live there. You know, they don't live in Dollywood, but, you know, they live in the area. And, you know, that's my other thing is that they are so nice. They're so friendly. I have not had one bad experience since we began going in 2016 that I have not come across any attendant, any worker, any, anybody that works there that has been anything less than happy and helpful. They have been absolutely amazing every single visit at every single attraction we're at. Um, so, you know, just knowing that we get to go up there, we get to give our money to an area, a park, an establishment that is just 
it's just amazing. And and I, I think that's why I enjoy giving my money back there because not only of what Dolly does, but the Dollywood Foundation, I mean, they do so much for that area, especially if you know anything about the wildfires that hit back in November of 2016, you know that the Dollywood Foundation gave money to victims that had lost everything in those fires. So just to know that in a roundabout way, I feel like I'm just a small part of that. It it makes me, I'll never stop going up there. So season pass, gold pass, those are just something that I feel like you have to take advantage of. Um, so anyway, Dollywood opens up in three weeks. Um, we will be there. We will be going up on Thursday, coming home on Sunday. I don't know how many days we'll spend at the park. Um, I imagine at least two. Last time we went in December, we we went up for the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and we spent all three days at the park, and it was amazing. Um, but I imagine we'll spend, you know, a couple a couple days at the park. Um, Wildwood Grove will be opening up in May. Uh, I cannot wait for that. Um, so yeah, uh, please, if there's anything that you want to specifically know, um, shoot me an email. You can find me on Facebook. You can tweet me. Um, my email is dollywoodadventures at gmail.com. My Twitter is dwoodadventures. Dollywood Adventures was too long, so dwoodadventures. And then um, my Facebook is, of course, just facebook.com slash dollywoodadventures. Um, I will respond to any emails, questions, anything that you may want specific answers to. I will be glad to give any kind of information anybody may need. Um, so stick around. I'll be having more podcasts coming up on more specific things. Um, but in the meantime, check out my website. And if there's anything you want to know, just send me an email anytime. I'll be glad to answer it. Thank you so much.